to Queen Frost, No Chaser Podcast. I hope everybody's having a blessed day. I know I am. So let's just jump right into this podcast because I don't intend to make this one um, as long as I normally would probably make my others. Um, so up to looking at the social media feeds and everything and just being able to just see them. Another black man killed by law enforcement by excessive force and brutality. Another minority. I'm starting to ask what the hell is wrong with these police departments? Why are you not keeping your dogs on a leash or getting them proper training or getting them mentally tested, whatever needs to happen? Because I do believe there are some good officers out there, but with these minority communities and the way that people of color are getting brutalized you're making it bad for them and there's some people that do want to make a difference but why would a community trust law enforcement when every time you turn around you look on social media they are brutalizing a minority you know they're literally assaulting them in the worst way that they would not assault a white person that they're trying to get into custody you know I'm just saying it's so much crap going on I'm telling you police departments get your people in order because this is not what I call serving and protecting because the only thing that they're doing at this whole point in time is basically using that badge is a form of authority to go out there and just abuse it in a, in a form that fits what they want to do in heart of hearts and stuff like that. And there's so many cases. I'm going to name you two cases right now to prove you how close a lot of these cases have been um, linked. Um, before I get into the latest one, Arbery. He was killed for just jogging down the street for his own health. And a a retired cop that worked for the department and his son made an example to hurt him and treat him like a rabid dog. Like, it looked like a whole slave scene. It was videotaped. And because this man was a retired police officer on the force, they dismissed locking him up. And him and his son, they went free before they decided to put them behind a cell. That is one of the biggest problems. And then all of a sudden he decided to arrest him. Because he had connections to the law enforcement in his where he's lived. And on top of that, if you want to talk about Trayvon Martin, you know, you have citizens in Florida where it's a, you know, you have a right to protect yourself. You see what I'm saying? And a young man didn't get to live his life just going to the store that had a hoodie on, going to get an Arizona tea and a bag of Skittles gets followed by George Zimmerman. And against the advice of the 911 um, operator not to follow him or anything like that, he took it out and he killed this young man because he thought he could get away with it. And then after that, he got up with very light because his father was a judge. 
basically working in the justice system. So you see how this is going? It seems like everybody has some connection to law enforcement and they are not so keen and quick to, you know, arrest their officers who are out here committing just as much uh, murder, murder raps and crimes as your common criminal out here that's actually doing it. And then recently, as it flooded my timeline on Facebook and on my Instagram, on Twitter, look, now we have this um, young man, George, where you can see he's on the ground and obviously he's basically telling them I can't breathe and he still continued to brutalize him until he basically he ended up passing out. The young man passed away in the hospital for distress caused just from that incident. Keep in mind there are four officers involved in this and they were all put on paid leave which I think is bull. If you are able to go out there and commit a murder you should not be getting paid. You should have been working. You should have been fired right there on the dot. Your badges should have been taken from you and you should have been locked up right there and let justice take its course. Period. But that's not what happened. They put these men on paid leave. They were paying them for paid leave. And I guess shortly after looking at the decision that they had made, they decided to fire all four of these cops from their positions. And yet they're still walking around. You fired them, but yet you have yet to put them behind bars. And it is a lot. That's crap. Because had it been a black officer or someone of color or another ethnicity that is not Caucasian, they would have been fired and put behind bars immediately. You see what I'm saying? There is a problem with the system because the system, in hindsight to begin with, I'm going to tell you, was ultimately designed for every for us to fail in every sense of the word. So I'm wondering, where's this protect and serve it? Because all I hear is about cops going into minority neighborhoods and you're terrorizing and you're murdering and you're taking people's lives and you're getting to walk away, walk away from this scot-free with no sense of actual... no, Just no sense of actual humanity, no sense of... You took someone's life and you get to go home to your family. And I guarantee Trayvon Martin had family that was waiting for him to come home. You know, Aubrey, he had family waiting for him to come back home too. This young man, I'm sure somebody was waiting for him to come home. But y'all, these cops get to go home and walk back to their door to their wives and their kids. Badge or no badge. And act as if and carried on is like this is good as American pie. But you got the families of the victims that are at home crying, like their child can't walk back to their door again. But the, the court systems are treating these cops as if they are special. They are not special. They are human beings. They are just human beings that went through the course of action of going through training and everything else. I don't feel like they went through enough um, mental testing and just checking what their biases are. Because I feel like if you are racist, 
if your biases are very strong, you have no right to be on the police force. I don't give a care how much, um, you know, experience you have as being a security guard. I don't give a care if you were in the army. Now, if you were in the military, that's different because in the military, they train people to kill. That's what you are there to do. You are trained to be killers. But I think it's inappropriate to be brain trained killers into a um, protecting and serving position because it deals with civilians. And a lot of times, if you notice that people with in war, they often find themselves killing civilians without no feeling about it. So what? <laughs> this whole thing has me so mad because. And what's so appalling to me is, you know, this is on social media. This, These people are getting killed in front of the world. And all you see is a whole bunch of black folks. Minority America sitting, looking stunned. If this is new, this is not new. This has been going on for years. Hundreds of years, this has not stopped. And you want to sit there and twiddle your thumb. Like somebody's going to come and save us from this. But the whole point is, as long as you keep sitting down and not taking a stand for what you believe in your freedom, because at the end of the day, it's a lot of black men getting killed. And I I can't imagine being a parent and having a son and him walking out the door and me worrying to death if it's my son going... You know, am I going to get that knock on the door? Am I going to get a phone call? Am I going to get called down to a bloody murder scene? Am I going to... Because our young, our youth are being targeted. Our black men, our kings are being targeted. They're being targeted. And it's all because of the melanin that anybody who is of... um, descent and you even have even a stitch of melanin of real melanin in your skin look guys i'm telling you this is like some new world order stuff like we are basically been putting on been put on the block chopping block for the kill and people think by sitting down and reading and getting depressing putting up uh angry faces on facebook start taking action Take some action. Write letters. March. Do what you got to do because at the end of the day, let me take you back. I know I went on a rant before in one of my other ones to the civil rights movement. When in a time where black folks couldn't go and send white diners. They have to or they have to be served from the back of the diner. They couldn't sit with what they call decent people. Or They um, couldn't go into the movie theaters like that. You know, if they did, they had a special section or they couldn't use a regular restroom. They had to go to a black's restroom, which was 10 times nastier than what the white folks restroom looked like. They had to have an all black um, water fountain because they didn't want to, they felt like, you know, it was contagious or something. You're going to catch a disease from a black person. Look, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, Garvey, you have a lot of these civil rights leaders 
the Black Panther Party, all of these organizations that were in different fights in different generations that were have fought for those freedoms so that way we wouldn't have to go through half the crap we go through. And a lot of people don't understand, you know, we hear about these gangs and stuff on TV a lot. The original reason for the creation of them was to protect the neighborhood from basically law enforcement coming through there and terrorizing them. It's taking over the neighborhood. And what ended up happening is somebody took something that was meant for good and turned it into something else entirely. So what I'm saying, you see, you've seen a lot of people give their lives. There's been people, if you even get a chance to look at the footage from back in the day, you will see how police officers treated black folks out in the open because they could do that at the time when there were laws really preventing any action of any real justice. You see what I'm saying? So, not only that. You've seen people getting the dogs turned on them water hoses, you know, the paddy wagon getting loaded up and getting beat on by police for them fighting what they believe in. And I guarantee you, a lot of people that's sitting at home just thinking about taking action, not taking action, somebody in, you know, ancestral-wise has paid the price for you to even sit and do what you're doing. So don't you think we owe it to our generation to give them a fighting chance? Because right now we're being fattened up for the kill. We're on the chopping block. It's just the fact that the melanin in our skin for some reason makes them feel like we're dangerous. And that's not the fact. I'm going to tell you, minorities tend to be some of the most creative and talented people on this planet. They are. You know, it's not a thing of being privileged. Because I'm going to tell you, the one thing that society fears the most from a minority is if we can keep a minority ignorant, they're not a threat to us. But the moment we educate them, the moment they have so much knowledge of of everything that we know and just knowledge in general they become dangerous because they know too much so they have a chance of coming back to do something but what I'm trying to tell you and this has everything to do with it like I said back then this was going on this is not anything new they were killing us back then difference was they were doing it in the open people used to gather um, in maybe a town square and you know they used to have uh lynchings on a daily they would have spectators come out and watch and there's been some innocent lives that's been taken from just the law of the land that they've had for minorities since the beginning of freaking time if you go back to Emmett Till a young man 14 15 years old just on a trip with his family he just happened to whistle at a white woman at this time. He knew nothing about the South. He really didn't know, because that's not where he grew up. He didn't know anything really about the South. For somebody, a group of men to come, bust through the door, snatch him out of bed, beat him, 
profusely and weighed him underwater when they found him. His body was so bloated and messed up from them killing him and just torturing him to death. I can't imagine what that young man went through. So you got to think about Mamie Till getting this phone call, you know, saying that her son has been um, killed in the most brutal way in fashion and having people telling to recount that. And she sent him down there just for the purpose to be with family. Now keep in mind... It's bad in this time that we have to educate our young people. And I mean the people of our time, our babies that are coming up, our youth that's coming up. And we have to tell them and warn them about police officers. We have to warn them the dangers of police officers. We have to warn them, or we have to tell them what to do and what not to do. And all of this stuff that is crazy. But yet, it's a whole bunch of adults sitting down, twiddling their thumbs right now, saying, I wish I could do something. There's something you can do. Get up off your butt. I don't give a care if you write letters. Go march. Make phone calls. But you're going to have to bust a move before anybody takes you seriously. Now, one pink, one finger pointed ain't going to make a difference. But if people start coming together as one because we do have a something in common. We are oppressed people. And we come together on one accord for that very reason and fight for what is right and what is true. We will have a better chance. But until then, these killings with the police officers are going to continue, even while people are watching and recording and as the, watch, as the world watches it on social media and on the news and all these different outlets. telling you it's going to continue somebody's got to get tired somewhere someone has to get fed up the question is is it going to be you because just like it's been a lot of youth that has been going it's a lot of our black kings that have been going in the most blind and bloody of ways you know it wouldn't matter what the background was but also you gotta think they don't, a lot of times they don't take us seriously because they see us killing each other for what? Why do we need to be, what's the point of doing this? Because look, we are already a target of, of America as it is, minorities are, for termination. Why are we out here, like I said, why are you trying to, the whole thing is you can't go on the news without hearing about somebody killing another brother. Or another sister. Or it's a beef over something stupid. Guys, it's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. It's time to grow some balls. It's time to say enough is enough. It's time to come together. It's time to put down all of that. Um, it's time to put that mess down. Because I don't know what the future of our next generation looks like. For our bright minds that are coming up into this world right now, if they see they have parents in, you know, communities that refuse to stand up. I'm telling you, something's got to change, guys. Um, so, I'm going to end this episode here because this is a very emotionally charged one for me and I don't um, want to go 
too far for that, if you understand what I'm saying. So, guys, I'm, I'm going to encourage you. Stop singing down. Stand up. Do something. Because come together. Stop killing each other. Let's stand together for our greater good. So that way we can have some justice. We can get the understanding that we are human beings. And we do matter. Our lives matter. But only once we stop playing as if other our lives don't matter will we be taken seriously. So until then, guys, I hope you put some thought into what's going on. Think about your own children. Think about the generations that's coming up. And some of the people might have grandchildren right now. Some people might have uh, babies coming up right now. Think about in which way you can help make a change in this world because we need some change. I'm tired of losing our black kings to brutality because either we're seen as threats or inferior. I'm tired of losing our black kings and queens to senseless violence that's not even justified or called for. So guys, it's up to everybody to make a decision what they're going to do. Just make sure you're picking the right side. So I'm going to end this episode, um, and I'll be coming back with another short week. Stay tuned.